Hey y'all, what's up? My name is Ashley Elysian and I give intuitive messages and advice for those of you that may need them. Okay. So, um, this episode is a little different because I want to share a very healing, um, story time, I guess, um, of something that happened yesterday, but it has a lot to do with why I started my podcast in the first place and stuff. So let me just get right into it. Um, when I first started my podcast, I had the intention of helping women that have been abused, um, that were in these toxic, abusive relationships. I wanted to empower them to value themselves enough to leave, um, and to walk away and reclaim your life and reclaim your power. Okay. And I myself had gone through a a very, very abusive relationship for eight years. And I have finally had the strength to walk away. But it was only when I was literally at rock bottom, where I didn't see anything good staying in that relationship. Um, I felt like if I stay, I was going to lose everything including my child, including my home, everything. I felt like this man was going to make sure that people saw me as this horrible person and it would be too late, you know what I'm saying, for me to do anything. So I I, I left the situation um, after something extremely horrible happened that he did, and I was just like, I'm over this shit, you know. Um, and that's when you get tired. You know, when, when they say, you know, a person gets tired and they just can't take it no more. That's where I was at. And it literally, I'm talking about overnight, I was just like, fuck this, I need to change. And I made that change like overnight. I left that relationship, put that person straight up on my life. Um, and so, yeah, I had to do some things to protect myself because, you know, I share a child with that person. Um, and so they was really using that on me like a lot. But you got to understand, it's not just me interacting with this person for my child's sake. It's This is a person who used to really hurt me physically. And it's like, what are you doing in a situation like that? So I did what was best for me. I couldn't really listen to what outside people had to say, people who weren't being... Who who had no idea what I was going through. And even if they did, a lot of the people that was talking to me at that time, um, they wasn't looking at it from my point of view. They wasn't looking at it from the person who was being abused. You feel me? Um, so I had to block all that out. And I had to only listen to my inner voice. I had to listen to God. You feel me? Because I'm like... They're not making no sense. If I listen to these people, I'm going to be like them. They asses are still in these toxic-ass relationships, you know? And I'm like, they're not even trying to free themselves, but they're trying to tell me what I need to do. And so that's what I ain't respect. And I was just like, fuck that. So, um, but during the time that I was in that relationship, right, I lost so much. Friends, family, you name it. Anything that made me me, I lost. Okay. Um, and another thing that I struggled with a lot was alcohol. And I'm going to tell y'all, the thing, this is a crazy part. This was a vicious cycle that started before I had was even old enough to buy alcohol. When me and this man got together, I was 20. And um, when he started to put his hands on me, 
it was like he was doing stuff that I wasn't used to. And so I would stand up for myself and not talk to him. You know, that was my way. I was like, no, I'm not even dealing with nobody like that. And that's when the abuse started, like, you know, coming over, acting crazy, putting his hands on me and shit. Um, And me feeling like feeling kind of like bad, so bad thinking that I had done something wrong that maybe I should open the door for this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was very confused because I was so young and I had never dealt with that. Not not dealt with nothing like that. You feel me? Um, and so <clears throat> when he started to put his hands on me, you know, mind you, I was 20, so I couldn't buy alcohol. He would go to the store and buy a bottle for us and so that I would forget and just have fun and, and you know, have sex with him and stuff like nothing ever happened. Um and that started this vicious cycle of me thinking I needed to be drunk in order to be loved or liked or to be okay. You feel me? Because the more he was doing to me, the more I was crumbling into like nothingness. You feel me? Like I was trying so hard to be strong though, but it was really hard. Um, and honestly, for those of you that have followed me on Instagram and know my history as a makeup artist, I'm telling y'all, some of my best work came out when I was pissed the fuck off, okay? But look, y'all didn't know that because you didn't, you know, y'all just looking at pictures and videos and shit. But anyways, um, but yeah, so I lost a lot and I coped with it by drinking. And when I became of age to buy alcohol and stuff, I continued that cycle on my own because I loved him so much. I wasn't going to walk away, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't know how else to cope. I wanted to be okay with him. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't just be around him and be pissed off all day, which I had every right to, but why be with him? You know, so it was a whole lot of shit being, you know, just going in my head. And so I would just drink to forget it all. You feel me? And it, it was bad because I was drinking not to have fun, but I was drinking to forget. You know, and I don't, and it's like people watching me do that, like they had no idea that that's what was going on. They thought, damn, she can drink. And it's like, nah, it's not just that. It's just that I just really want to forget what just happened. And the thing about abusive relationships, man, you know, those real, real abusive relationships, like shit, you could be, they could do something to you one day, get you drunk, you feeling good about yourself again, or feeling good about the situation, like a dumbass. And, then they do it again. And that's when you realize, like, oh, this this is just like a, a revolving door type thing. Um, so I could never get over one thing before he would do the next thing. So it was, it was a lot going on. You feel me? It was a lot going on. But um, once I left that relationship, I started to... Everything that I lost came back to me slowly. But it was still a process because I was still having to shift into this mindset that was no longer this victim, this this powerless person. Now I was somebody that took charge of my life, that took a stand for myself as a mother and, you know, as a woman and somebody that was reclaiming my power. I, shifting that mindset means to shift every belief that you had. Because you, when you're in these rela- abusive relationships, you think the whole world is against you also. Because this person is is the person you lay next to seem to be so much against you. So they're saying things that make you feel bad about yourself. And not only that, it starts to just trickle over into stuff. And it's, it's, a, it's a lot, y'all. I really want to cover as much as possible. But on the other side of that, 
when you release that toxic bullshit out your life, when you let go of that person that means you harm and has bad intentions towards you, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It, it really is. There's healing that happens. Um, and one thing I just did not do is I didn't jump into another relationship. It took me over a year and a half to even start dating again. And I guess that's because I was really traumatized. And not only that, but I had to give myself time to understand who I was. Why did I allow certain shit to happen in my life? You know what I'm saying? Especially that relationship. Why did I allow somebody to put their hands on me? Or why did I allow them to talk to me the way that they was talking to me? You know what I'm saying? So much about myself that I need to understand before I just jumped in the bed with another man. Some people don't take that time out. And that's why people don't change because they don't take the time out to do so. You know what I'm saying? So I took that time to heal myself for my son, for myself, to have a peaceful environment, to create that peaceful lifestyle that I wanted my son to experience, to know you know, that's a, for, I, I hate that, that, um, I just hated that cycle of thinking, you know, some people think that kids just grow up in a ghetto ass lifestyle, especially black kids. And that's not true. Um, and I wasn't going to allow that to be true for my reality. And so I needed to change some things, you know, and I, and I did that. Um, yesterday I had a very healing experience. Okay, my aunt that I had not talked to in a long time because we got into it, um, and my cousin I hadn't talked to in a long time, and then my mom we cool, but me and her even had our issues when I was in that relationship, um, and the aunt that I got into it with it happened when I was in that relationship, and anyways they all wanted to, they was they all went to the apple orchard yesterday with my son. Well, I went too. That's what I was trying to tell y'all. They they wanted to go, and so um, I hadn't talked to them. You know what I'm saying? I was nervous. I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to. I had this. I had animosity towards them, but at this point, I didn't know if I was still mad about anything in particular, or if I was just. I don't, you know, I don't know if I was just holding on to old shit. I don't, I don't even know. And um, so I was nervous and all this stuff. And um, something in my spirit was like, just go. Those are people at the end of the day. They love you regardless of what has happened. You know what I'm saying? They still love you. They was even there for you at a time when you really needed it, even after the fact. And you still wasn't talking to them. You know what I'm saying? So um, I went around them yesterday and... um it was a very healing experience. It was a very healing experience, and um, I, I didn't know how much I missed them. You know, my family growing up, we was all really, really, really close. Sometimes these relationships outside of this family have really tested, you know, tested us as a family. But um, somehow we always end up coming back together. Um, so yeah, but, uh, I love my family and I'm very grateful that I hung out with them yesterday. And I'm, I'm really grateful because I realized that they love me and I forgot, 
you know, I'm so busy. I was so busy at the time going to bat for somebody that didn't give a damn about me towards people who cared, who had been in my life since I was a baby, who had never let nothing happen to me. They was begging for me to see that, and I just couldn't. Um, so after this major healing experience I had yesterday, I had this dream. Okay, so remember, it's a dream. <laughs> I um, I'm in the car with somebody I called my boyfriend. Okay, um, because I never really looked over to see who it was or what they looked like. Nothing. I don't even remember. I just know I was in the car with this person, and I um, to my right, a lady was outside in her front yard and she had a phone and she said um it was something significant about a phone because I even well let me get to the point because I always always get off track but anyways um this lady's outside with her phone and she's upset because she's saying that she called DTE or something like energy something about energy right she said they wouldn't help her save her baby and I said Yo, baby, I didn't know what the hell this lady was talking about. I just knew it was a baby that was trapped somewhere. Because as she had said something about her baby was stuck. And so, I, without freaking hesitation, y'all, I get out the car. And I'm running towards the, the area where she said her baby was stuck at. There's a dog, and it's barking, and it's, like, trying to get up the tree, you know, because... I don't know if it was like they family dog or whatever, but he, he's like telling me where the baby is at. This baby's literally on the top of this tree wrapped in rope, like just wrapped in all this white rope. And it was crying and it was a little girl. And I might, now this is the other crazy part. The lady who was on the, you know, out on her front yard saying all this, she was white. The baby happened to be this little chocolate, beautiful little baby girl. And I'm like, I don't even think I realized that until just now but um like they weren't the same but yeah so maybe she adopted her who who the hell knows but I go there I see this baby wrapped up in all this rope and I'm going I'm like crying I'm frantic trying to save this baby um y'all excuse me if I if I even get emotional because like everything that I'm saying right now is, is emotional for me because it's like putting the pieces of myself back together but Anyways, so I'm frantically trying to get this rope from around this baby. And the baby is crying and stuff. And I'm just, you know, so I, I get the rope from around the baby. And I remember grabbing that little girl and I hugged her so hard. And I was just so, I couldn't wait to get her out the rope so I could hold her because she was so scared and she was crying. And it was breaking my heart to see a baby that is scared, you know, and, and just to see what was going on. And so I, I when I finally um, got her out the rope, I held her so close. And one thing that really stood out to me was how she looked at me. Most of the time in my dreams, I don't remember people's faces. It's like an energy. I just knew it was that person type thing. And sometimes people don't even have the same faces or whatever, whatever. But this baby, I remember her face. I can see it right now. She was gorgeous and she was looking at me as, but it wasn't like, um, it was kind of like this, an adult energy, kind of like, I knew you would be here. I knew you would save me. I knew you was coming to save me. I'm proud of you. It was kind of like that. It was very strange. And so, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm taken aback at how incredible, incredibly beautiful this baby is and how sweet and, and just like how I was able to save her and stuff. Um, 
So yeah, and so, I so I guess to dream of a baby, or to dream of saving a baby is like reclaiming your power, reclaiming um your cre- uh, creativity and stuff. Um, it's like it's empowerment. Empowerment is what that part of that dream meant, and I was like, wow. And for it to be that significant where I saved the baby, you know what I'm saying? Like that was, um, it was just powerful. My, my point in sharing this story with y'all is just to understand that if you are brave enough to walk away from a relationship that's toxic like that, that's abusive, you will gain everything back that you lost. Even those special parts about yourself that you thought was dead and buried and stuff, you can have it all back. You just have to give yourself a chance to do it. You have to believe in yourself enough to do it. You know, and and one thing that I'm so adamant about is, and I say I've said this plenty of times. Please don't wait until it's too late. You know, abusive people they hit you too hard one good time. That's the end of you. And who gonna raise y'all kids? You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, them motherfuckers don't even be... It ain't... It's not like... It's not the same. And, you know, moms that's in abusive relationships, y'all know. They don't have the patience for the kid the way you do. You know, and, and you fear that they'll do something to your kid one day and stuff. And people are like, oh, no, he'll never do that. You don't know that. You don't know what I've seen. You know what I'm saying? You haven't seen the moments where he didn't lost his temper with his own kid. You ain't seen that shit. You feel me? Um, and I ain't perfect my damn self. I'm just saying that you don't want to get into a, you don't want that moment to happen where you almost can't leave that situation. Cause that's what happened to me. I was so close to just being fucked. You know what I'm saying? This man put his fucking hands on me, but threw me in jail. <laughs> like, that shit was crazy. This nigga was putting his hands on me for eight years and had me in jail like an animal. And he never went to jail for that. And you know whose fault that is? Mine. That's my fault. Because I was allowing that shit to happen. I was allowing this person to get away with murder. Me. You know what I'm saying? I can't... I can be upset that somebody even had the balls to treat me like you know, treat me that way, but I, I'm more upset with myself for allowing it for so long. But I forgive myself and I'm compassionate towards myself because I, I allow myself to be that way for other people. So I for damn sure deserve it. Um, I'm slowly um, healing the relationship relationships that were broken while I was in that relationship. Um, and I'm very grateful and proud and just beyond blessed that these people are alive and well today for me to be able to um, reconnect with. I'm very grateful and I'm grateful that I'm here. I'm grateful that I'm in a place that I'm in, you know, mentally and spiritually. And I'm glad that I'm healing. I'm, I'm happy that I'm happy with everything that has came along with this journey. You know, I. I <laughs> I was so rely. I relied heavily on makeup back then, and I still wear, you know, now. But every once in a long while, like every once in a blue moon, I put some on. It's like I learned to love me, love me, every part of me. I feel beautiful. I feel healed. I feel like I'm becoming whole again, especially when I um, sp- spent time with my people yesterday. 
family is more that energy of having your family around you is more important than we even know. It's an energy, y'all. It's something about that shit. And that's not to be taken for granted. But we all have to go through, you know, lessons in life where we have to learn that the hard way. Um, so, yeah, just know that if you're in a relationship like that and there's people, you know, that have your genuine best interests at heart, you know, try not to push them people away. But if you do, it's fine. Just remember to pray about it. You know what I'm saying? And get away from that shit that made you go against everybody. Get away from shit that's not good for you. Okay? So, um, I really don't want to make this, like, too long. I already been talking for, like, over 20 minutes. But, um, but yeah, I just want to let y'all know that this message is, is to inspire whoever is listening. That everything that you lost in that relationship, you can have it all back. You just have to take the first step to leaving that alone and walking into, you know, your power, walking into God's love, God's grace. You know, sometimes we worship these partners that we have as if they're God and we forget who, who God really is. God is the one that kept us alive and well when that person tried to hurt us. And yet we spend so much time trying to prove our loyalty to that man instead of proving, instead of asking God, save me so I can live my best life. Save me so I can be the best parent I can be so that my kid can have the best environment. So my kid can grow up in a way that I won't be ashamed of later. You feel me? All right, y'all, let me get up out of here. Um, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I know it was a long one. Um, I hope that this message helps. I really, really do. You can follow me on Instagram at Ashley Elysian. I will be sharing some pictures and some videos from yesterday. Um, maybe, probably will. I think it's important that I do. Um, yeah, and like I said, be brave and always have faith. Until next time, peace.